Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time of day it is when you may tune in. This is Reverend Kay Mortimer with Covenant Truth Ministries, and we are in episode 20 of Truth Tidbits as we're looking at the scriptures each day this year, seeing what the Lord might speak to us. And so today I wanted to pick up something. I spoke about this a uh, few several days ago. And so I'm not going to take the exact same uh, take on that message that I did then. You can certainly look it up when I talked about fresh baked loaves. But I do want to go back to Lamentations chapter 3 and this passage again today. And there's a reason for that. that Jeremiah, in the time of this writing, his beloved city had just been taken by the Babylonians um, he was one of those that were left behind. He did not get taken to Babylon as many of the others did. And he was witnessing the absolute destruction and crumbling of everything he had known and loved for his entire life. Um, his, the temple was destroyed. The city was ruined, the people were scattered, many taken to captive, and it was just a deep, deep time of depressing news and sorrow and grief. And if you read the book of Lamentations, you will hear him express how his heart is breaking. You will, you will hear him express some of the grief that he is just pouring out in this book over what he's witnessing. Such things like, for instance, <clears throat> verse uh, chapter 3, verse 13, he has caused the arrows of his quiver to pierce my loins. He goes on, verse 15, he has filled me with bitterness. He has made me drink wormwood. He has broken my teeth with gravel and covered me with ashes. He goes on, and he says in verse 18, I said, and I said, my strength and my hope have perished from the Lord. I mean, he felt hopeless. He felt like, you know, there was just no hope whatsoever. He was um, really suffering with a lot of deep grief and anguish. He goes on and he says in verse 20, my soul still remembers and sinks within me. I mean, he is really seriously grieving over this. The reason that I bring this out is because in the next few verses, God gives him the recipe for hope that I want to share with you. I want you, I want you to see something special. And the reason that I, I believe this is pertinent for us today is because I know here in, in my particular country, as well as in other places around the world, there are grievous times upon us. There are things that could cause us to look and to really weep in sorrow and in grief that are happening in our nation, that are happening in the world, and they can cause us to feel hopeless and depressed and sunken down. But God has a way for us to not experience that, <clears throat> to not go down that road, <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm so sorry. But rather to look into and see the recipe to have hope. Because in the midst of Jeremiah 
pouring out the anguish of his soul, the tears. He, he spoke about how he has cried and wept and the tears have flowed. He spoke about the sorrow and the deep anguish he felt inside. But then we come to verse 21 of chapter 3, and he says this, This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. So Jeremiah, first of all, says, you know, in the middle of all that anguish, he says, you know what? I remembered something. I remembered something very special. And that reminder to my mind is what gives me hope. Even though I look out now and I see my temple completely destroyed where God used to have his glorious presence and we would worship the Lord there. I see the the ruins all around me. The wall is torn down. My city is ravished. My people are gone, taken captive. There are poor around and we're you know, we're struggling for food and, and provisions and it's dusty and it's dirty and it's gloomy and it's a day of darkness. Yet he said this, this I recall to my mind. Therefore, I have hope. The first thing we need to recognize in a recipe for hope is that we must make a choice of our will and remember these things. We need to remind ourselves. We need to remind ourselves. That's what he did. He reminded himself. He was strengthening himself in the truth. He was remembering the truth. And it was that truth that began to build hope within him in spite of what he saw, in spite of what he felt, in spite of what he heard. He was on the road to a recipe for hope and moving in that direction. And it started with him removing the stinking thinking and replacing it with truth and with trust. This is the reason he said, I now have hope. And I think one of the things that we will see here as we read it is because he reminded himself, you know what? I see all of this devastation. I see all of this darkness and gloom, but that is not where my hope lies. My hope is not in the temple that was built by hands. My hope is not in the beloved city I have. My hope is not in the land itself. My hope is in one person, and that is the Lord. So he's recalling all of this to his mind. Now I want you to see what he focuses on, what he reminds himself of. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed. We're not brought to an utter end. Because his compassions fail not, because God is merciful and kind, and he has fresh baked loaves for us of mercies and compassions, he cherishes us every single morning that we wake up, God's ready with a new loaf, with a new supply of his compassion, his deep, deep love. It's actually speaking of that kind of love that that a mother 
the womb of a mother has for that baby inside of her. And and we talked about that in that message. So I'm not going to go deep into that. I just remind you of that. You may look that one up, Truth Tidbits, and it was the message called Fresh Baked Loaves. And so every day he's saying to us, he says this, through the Lord's mercies, we are not brought to an utter end because his compassions fail not. They are brand new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, O Lord. He is now directing it to the Lord. And he says, great is your faithfulness. In other words, he is saying, God, I know that your faithfulness, your trustworthiness, your sturdiness and steadfastness, you, the firmness of who you are, you are faithful and you are true. And that is abundant and massive. Your faithfulness is abundant, overflowing, massive. We cannot even fathom the whole of it. And it is endless and limitless. And it was him directing his mind to remember who God is and what he does for his people. He is saying, God, in spite of what I see, in spite of all the devastation, in spite of the heartache, in spite of the disappointment, in spite of the sorrow, you are faithful. You have not brought us to an utter end. Your word is true, and you will see us through this, and you will give us brighter days in the future. Praise be to God. And then he goes on and he speaks about, he says, The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. The Lord is my portion. I have taken a share in him. He is mine. He is my share. He is my allotment. He is my personal God. And he is for me. I know who he is. I know who he is. I know he's compassionate and merciful. Brand new every morning. I know his faithfulness is massive and unending. I know that I couldn't even reach the limit of it if I even tried to think on it. And I know that he is mine and he is for me. Therefore, I hope in him. You see, beloved friend, we've got to direct our hope in the right place because Proverbs tells us hope deferred makes the heart sick. When we put our hope in anything or anyone else, there can be and will be disappointment, heartache, sorrow, etc. And even in spite of that, because that's all a part of life, it just is. But we can rise above that. We can put our hope in the Lord way above that. We can recall these things to our mind just like Jeremiah did because this is the recipe for us to be able to have hope. And hope is not just, well, it could maybe be somewhere along the line, a hundred, you know, maybe a 1% chance or whatever. No, it's not talking about that. It's talking about that full expectation of good from God. 
fact that no matter what we see around us, no matter what's happening around us, no matter what has happened around us, our hope is in God because I know who he is. I recall to my mind these words, and I know he is faithful. I know he is true. I know he is for me. I know he is mine, and I know that his mercies and cherished love for me never cease. Hallelujah. They're brand new every single morning that I wake up. And so it's that that gives me hope. So I pray that you will find this recipe for hope yourself and that you will go and read these and really think upon this word and let it fill you with renewed hope in God, in the Lord himself and in nowhere else. I pray this has been a blessing to you, and Lord willing, you can join us again for future episodes of Truth Tidbits. God bless you today, in Jesus' name.